It's like narcissism. Every what is it with all these female? Every single fucking female podcaster out there. Every time I see something come across my Facebook or Instagram feed, every single time it's the word narcissism. Narcissism is the new trending topic that all these women that are butt ass ugly want to talk about because suddenly it explains every shit thing that's happened in their life. Meanwhile, you see them talking about this, and yet they take no personal responsibility for their own actions. Welcome to the All American Savage Show podcast with your host. John Burke and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. To the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. So glad to have you with us here today, folks. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. Uh, we're just so grateful to have you listening. And if you could do me a favor, tap that share button. You know how this goes. Help us join and recruit and grow the Savage Nation, where it's you, the people that we do this for in pursuit of the truth. Uh, is that why we do it? I just did it for the Benjamins. Yeah, that's it. I think that's what, uh, isn't that what Ilhan Omar says? We're doing it for the Benjamins. It's all about the Benjamins, folks. All about the Benjamins. What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday. We've made it through this week so far. So good. So far, so good. You're still here. You're still breathing, I hope. And if you're not, well, then you don't know it. So who really cares, I guess? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, got Josh back in the studio. His house is still not burned down yet. Yet. (laughs) Yet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. This is like the greatest or the saddest saga I think anybody's ever listened to on a podcast. And the like this should be like a series on Instagram yeah. of the woes of Josh and the morale's at an all-time low general household. <laughs> from hell. <laughs> and this just came out of nowhere, too. Like your pipes just were like you woke up one day, like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Uh, you know, it's it, it it'll be all right. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna complain about you're gonna it. Get you know, it. it's 
<laughs> Darth Sheba and Kick says Josh should be a professional plumber by now. <laughs> I know. I had to have these guys come back out there. Anyway, it's a, oh my god, we're getting through it. Getting through it. Getting Things through. are leaking. Like there's leaks springing yeah. everywhere. And we're able to use the shower last night. That was hey, the, we a had the inaugural shower. Little touches. Little things. Little touches. Little, little victories. Little victories. Like <laughs> <laughs> my, my commode's actually working. Thank God. Oh my gosh. I just that's like that is the worst case scenario. That is the worst thing possible. It's like I it am, starts with one yeah. thing and then just it continues to compound and exacerbate the issues. Like you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna burn it down. I'm just gonna burn it down and get the insurance money. Fuck it, whatever. Oh my god, what's going on, folks? Hey, if you've not gone over and seen our friends at Shell Shock CBD, and by friends I mean us, uh, you should definitely go do that. And we're actually starting advertising with Vibe. And apparently Vibe does the advertisements on Fox News, stuff like that. So we filmed the commercial yet. Are we done with that yet? Are we finished editing? We'll be done today. Hell yeah. Launching that for Shellshock. I got to see what that does because apparently Twitter doesn't want our money because there are a bunch of, still a bunch of liberals over there. Um, don't make any trans shooter jokes because they don't like that. That goes against my own beliefs and we don't want your money. Mm, pretty sure you do. Pretty sure you do. But you know. You know. Ah, man, what to talk about today? It's I, I wish there was like some important news going out right now that we could actually cover this interesting, but uh, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of news to cover. Uh, but before we do that, you know what this part of the show is. Hey, if you've not done so, why have you not gone over and checked out 1920brand.com for your beverage cocktail needs? That's right. I said tail. <laughs> This is the old-fashioned drink mix. It mixes wonderful with whiskey, bourbon, things like that to make your great old-fashioned taste even better. Made right in here by us. We make this from top to bottom. Even dip my nuts in it. No, not really. You have to pay extra for that. On my OnlyFans. <laughs> no. You should check it out. We love it. We're almost sold out of our first batch. About to be making up another one. And our next drink mix that we're going to be releasing is the Mojito. That's right. Tyler's getting getting everything together, getting the ingredients, fresh, organically grown, free range mint. <laughs> I don't know. What's what's the best way to actually I don't know. I don't know. Organic. Organic. It's it was, you know, free range, grass fed mint. So with limes grown on trees that were uh, what do the hippies say these days? What what like appeals to the vegan crowd when it comes to trees? East Coast in the chat. Tip to butt. I like it. Tip to butt. What? What does that have to do with anything? Oh my my it's got a ring to it. Next we have juleps. We're gonna get juleps. And if you can, do us a favor, go follow us on the Kick app, K-I-C-K dot com slash John Burke. You can go check us out. It is free. Download the app. It works great. Look, if you're watching on Rumble right now, or maybe you're watching the podcast later and you want to catch us live, Rumble notifications are as effective as our government. It is complete shit. I mean, they've only had, like, what, three years to unfuck this, and they still have it? But Kick, that's still in beta mode, sends out the notifications regularly. All of our Kick crowd that we have over there, we have currently 103 people watching live over on Kick. They always get the notifications. Come over to Kick, and you can become a subscriber. Be a subscriber. Come subscribe. Why not financially support the show that you tune in to listen to to give you cutting-edge opinions? That probably are wrong half the time. <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever. Man, um, what do I want to open the show with? How about this? There's something skeptical about Sound of Freedom. Oh, damn. Just uh, You know what? Fuck it. I'm just coming out swinging. You know what I keep seeing? I have to, like, really 
tiptoe through this minefield because apparently if you criticize Sound of Freedom, oh my God, you must be a pedophile. What other reason could you have to criticize it? There's a few reasons. Not the actual movie. I don't care about the movie. The movie, and you know, I'm just gonna, I'm going to beat the drum on this one. Um, I'm very curious for all the influence. Now before, let, let me just, let me get serious for a second here. Before you pass judgment on what I'm about to say, the reason I bring this up is because I feel like good causes have been manipulated for bad purposes, and it bothers me. Now, let me start off with this. There has been a trend in the last two to three years when it comes to child trafficking, sex pedophilia, things such as that. And I noticed a trend between veteran and Leo influencers that would get in full kit and hold up the sign that says, hunt your local pedophile. And you would see them get all these clicks, all these likes, all these comments. Now, my question is, it's been about two or three years. Have you actually done that? Have you actually used that firearm to go eliminate a pedophile? No, you have not. You do it for clout and recognition and likes. And in the comments, everybody's like, yeah, pedophile lives don't matter. Well, then why aren't you out there killing them? Oh, I'm coming in hot today, ladies and gentlemen, and you're not going to like me after the show, but it's the truth. I am tired of seeing people virtue signal on movements for their own motives, their own purposes, and those purposes nine times out of ten are rooted in clout chasing and virtue signaling. You're not going to go out there and hunt a pedophile and then spend the rest of your life in prison for murdering a pedo. You're not going to do it. I know you don't like the sound of that, but that's also why they go to prison. This is not John simping for pedophiles. This is me saying stop using movements to gain and grow your follower base on when you're literally contributing fucking nothing to it. It is annoying. And it is time that people started calling out these fucking idiots in the comment section saying, okay, put up or shut the fuck up. What purpose does that serve? And please spare me the, it brings awareness. No, it doesn't. It's performance activism and it's worth virtually nothing. Not a fucking thing. But you don't want to hear me say that because it attacks people's identity. Because, ah, uh, you shouldn't question these people that have good intentions. Do they really? Do they? Imagine, if you will, for one second, sit down, you little turds. Daddy Burke's going to fucking lay it on you. So here you go. Imagine you going into the garage and digging out your kit that's probably got cobwebs on it that doesn't fit you anymore because you're a fat fuck. Or maybe you're just a juiced out roid head that's about five foot shit. And you're just a fucking cloud chasing influencer at this point. You put the gear on, you adjust the lighting in the room just right. You pose your camera and you probably go through about 20 or 30 takes while you hold up the sign that you wrote that says, hunt your local pedophile. You take this photo and you're like, you know what? I'm going to post this to Instagram. For what purpose? I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious on this. For what purpose? Outside of you getting engagement, you getting clicks, you getting comments. But did you actually do it? Did, did you actually go kill any pedophiles? Did you even join any group that does their best to bring awareness to sex offenders in their area? Did you donate to any causes? No, you probably didn't. No, you probably didn't. But it feels good though, right? Although it changed dick all. 
And this is why you listen to me, because I'm the motherfucking asshole that's going to tell you the fucking truth that you don't want to hear because it attacks your identity. You think I like thinking this way? You think I, I, ignorance truly is bliss, and there's a lot of blissful fucking retards out there. I'll tell you that right now. But every time I see one of these fucking posts, I'm like, what is the purpose of this? What, what, what rational reason could you have for, number one, taking such a photo and then posting and saying, hunt your local pedophiles, yet you're not doing dick all, but just virtue signaling. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Suddenly John starts to hit him in the fucking feelings and you get offended. Good. You should be offended because I don't fucking care because you don't care about the same thing you pretend to pose about. You're full of shit. You are full of fucking shit. Well, John, what good does it do for you attacking them to make people actually be fucking authentic and put their fucking money where their mouth is? That's what I want. Because meanwhile, there are people within the law enforcement world that actually do this, that get zero fucking recognition. Zero. Every day, day in, day out, forced to look at child pornography, to go into certain areas of this country that are just fucking disgusting, to have to deal with the scummy underbelly, and they get zero recognition. They can't. They can't even talk about it. But meanwhile, you got these fucking vet retard influencers and these ex-law enforcement fucking nerds going out there and posing when while they were in, while they served, they didn't do fuck all to deal with anything like that. They were just beat cops. But suddenly... I got to get in on the action. I got to pretend like I give a fuck about trial travel. Just saying. Oh, you're going to hate me after this one, but I really don't give a fuck. A lot of people hate me. Again, let's go dump some buckets of ice on our heads to cure ALS, which it didn't. Let's go do a 20-mile foot march to cure veteran suicide, which it doesn't. ALS is still a thing. Oh, you didn't know? Damn it. Son of a bitch. And I even did that. And that's back when social media first started doing this. And then I bought into it. And then after a second, I was like, wait a minute. What's what's the purpose behind this? This is stupid. It's virtue signaling. It does nothing. And I think that's like back when people didn't even know what the term virtue signal even fucking meant. But now it's like narcissism. Every What is it with all these female? Every single fucking female podcaster out there, every time I see something come across my Facebook or Instagram feed, every single time it's the word narcissism. Narcissism is the new trending topic that all these women that are butt-ass ugly want to talk about because suddenly it explains every shit thing that's happened in their life. Meanwhile, you see them talking about this and yet they take no personal responsibility for their own actions whatsoever. It's always the narcissist's fault, which in and of itself, is a narcissistic tendency, which is hilarious to me. Ten signs to identify a narcissist in your relationship. And then those same people put on these narcissistic goggles, and everything now is narcissism. Everything. Hey, I I can't make tonight's date. My mom died. It's like, oh, that sounds very narcissistic. What? I'm just saying. Where's my pen? Is my pen over there? What am I doing with my pen? Don't tell me I've lost my pen. Why aren't you answering me? Stop being such a narcissist, Josh. Sorry. Just trying to get over that hump. The narcissistic hump. The narcissistic hump, you fucking narcissist. Am I wrong? Boom. Am I wrong? No, people just don't want to hear this because it's true. It forces, because honestly, at the core of this, it attacks people's identity. 
People wrap their identity into a movement, into a cause, into whatever, because realistically speaking, they don't really have much going on for them in their own life. So they see something they kind of want to be a part of, which there's nothing wrong with that. But don't you sit there and pretend like you going to see a movie is actually doing your part. You're not doing anything. I just want to see some people put their fucking money where their mouth is. Now, with that being said, with that being said, I'm going to show you something. A lot of people aren't going to like this. I'm curious how many people in the chat have seen them. The Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, man. Yeah. I bet a, a lot of people. I'm I not, I'm, I'm not going to go see it. I don't really want to see it. I don't care about seeing it. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm skeptical of Tom Ballard, Tim Ballard, whatever his name is. Something's off. Did y'all know that he stepped away from Underground Railroad before this movie even released? I'm going to ask you a question right now. Let's have a little come to Jesus meeting. And I'm going to use the chat, both chats as a poll. How many of you have actually looked at the 990s for the Underground Railroad cause? How many of you have actually went to the website and looked at the 990s and saw the fiscal reports so far back as just say 2019? How many of you actually looked? I'm watching kick right now. Not a single person. I'm not blaming you. I am not trying to put any blame on you. Sons of bitches. You motherfuckers. None. It's like me and like one other person in the chat have seen the movie. Yeah. Nobody. Let's go over to Rumble. Anybody on Rumble? I uh, haven't seen it. Won't see it when uh, lefties, uh, uh, lefties are purposely sabotaging the movie theaters airing this film. I'm not even talking about it. It's a whole separate rule. I'm not saying they're not. They probably are. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let me first clarify something. There is the position of the left that do want to try and undermine this film for purposes of trying to protect pedophiles. That's not even arguable. Yes, I agree. Then there's people on the right that say that if you criticize this movie or Tim Bell or anybody in any way, you're hiding something. Right. That's not true. There is a centrist point here that I am taking. There is a centrist position saying, wait a minute, something's off. I don't give a fuck about the movie. I don't care about it. I know human trafficking exists. We all knew it exists. I don't need a movie to tell me about it. I know that. But what I'm concerned about are people that are virtue signaling and positioning and posturing and making a lot of money using a good cause for ill purposes, ill-gotten purposes. That's my concern. I'm skeptical of this Tim Ballard guy. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not accusing him, but something shady is going on. And I've got the receipts. You can determine it on your own. Well, John, why are you doing this? Because I am tired of seeing people donating their money to good causes and having it thrown away for no fucking reason. And the actual victims get no help or very little help. What makes you think they do that for human trafficking? Because I saw veterans doing it for dead veterans that fell in combat. Oh, donate money. Here's a ring. That helps fucking veterans. No, the fuck it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And nobody wants to stand up to you and question your motives. Because if they do, you must not care about veteran suicide. When in fact, it's the exact opposite. You don't. You're just taking money in. Veterans are notorious. Wounded warrior. Yeah. Donate you know, 50 bucks. We're going to help take care of wounded veterans. Uh, here's a blanket. Here's a, stuffed, here's a stuffed animal with a purple heart on it. Good job. That's really taking care of them. Ooh. Oh, you're not going to like me after this episode. I am so sick and tired. Everybody I see on Facebook, it's gotten to the point where I got to block these fucking retards. I can't deal with it anymore. Beware of those criticizing the movie. They must be pedophiles. Really? 
So that's a classification of everybody. Did you know that there was a lot of fabricated stuff that Tom Ballard has made claims about, or Tim Ballard, that actually weren't true? There's something off with this guy. He's not even with the Underground Railroad anymore. He stepped away, and many say he was forced out. Now, I'm going to pull up something for you. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but what I am looking at are some things that are very disturbing to me. Let's go to episode, let's go to uh, receipt one. Tax filing year of 2022. You know how much they pulled in? Almost $47 million. Tim Ballard, uh, founder and CEO, is compensation, his annual salary, over half a million dollars, $525,000. Brad Damon, president, $546,000. Simon Brewer, chief financial officer, $379,000. Now, if you can look me straight in the face and you can tell me that if you're running a nonprofit, a 501c3 that is completely nonprofit, and you're telling me out of all the donated money, you're paying yourself a half a million dollars that's a massive red flag to me. That money, and I'm saying I've ran nonprofits before. Alpha Nerds Guild, it's still there. We didn't pay ourselves a fucking dime. Granted, that look, don't get this twisted. When you're operating a nonprofit as your full time, yes, you should get paid within the realm of fiscal common fucking sense, not half a million dollars. Because all that tells me is you took half a mil when a good chunk of that money could have went towards actual causes, the actual cause, if you will. So if you're willing to take that much money from that portion, what else are you spending money on that you probably shouldn't be? Or maybe not shouldn't be, but probably should be better served in a different department. Fiscal year 2021, $335,000 salary. Total revenue of 2020. $47 million. $47 million fucking dollars. Where's this money going? What are you doing with this money? Yeah, it sounds like you could buy back a lot of kids with that, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot you could be doing. Now, how many, I, I encourage you I, I, to go... In the movie, It's I think it said during his duration of being over in Colombia or whatever it was, mm-hmm. that I think they rescued a hundred and something kids. Mm-hmm. Which, in the grand scheme of things, with that amount of money and pull, is not that much. Doesn't seem like that much. Not at all. There's something off here. There is something off. And this is not John Burke trying to, like, defend pedophiles. Like, no. Look, bro, if I had my way, put a, put a fucking bullet in their head. I'm, I'm cool with that. But when it comes to a lot of good people's hard-earned money that they're trusting you with, something's off. Something is greatly off here. But instantly, I'll get attacked. Why Why are you trying to spend? Because I feel like, that. I mean, when you're paying yourself half a million fucking dollars, and meanwhile, you're also hired by the federal government to assist the FBI and three-letter agencies in this, and then you're still getting paid. Like, I'm sorry, something is off. And if you actually look in the history of Tim, he's bounced around from a lot of nonprofits, and now he's currently working with a nonprofit with Glenn Beck over in the Middle East, something to do with religion. He stopped doing this. Okay, here it's... Uh, see, working hand-in-hand with law enforcement agencies around the world, Operation Underground Railroad has rescued 1,765 victims and assisted in the arrest of nearly 900 traffickers. That was 2019. I'm curious on this one because I... Has anybody seen any of the victims come forward and actually give credit due to anything? 
like you know, at all kids any, not I kids guess. but just the families anything i'm curious and if you all look right. at those numbers that's not a lot and I do like how Dominic Izzo brought up the fact of you actually look at the numbers of what's going on in America. There's a lot of fudged numbers. Right. And I'm not making less of this. But what I'm saying is when you inflate one side of the, the actual receipt, the other side's going to be inflated too. And ultimately, who pays the price? The actual victims. And I actually started looking into Jim Caviezel. Outside of Passion of the Christ, I thought he's a great actor. Count of Monte Cristo? Yeah, I loved it. And then I started seeing some of his interviews. And he's down the rabbit hole of QAnon. So I get where the left does take the approach of QAnon. Now, realistically speaking, no, this is not a QAnon movie. But when Jim Caviezel partners with this Tim dude, and they're saying very similar things that are rooted in massive conspiracy theorism. We're talking about the cabal, the rich elites, the, the swamp, all this other stuff. It's worrisome to me. It's very worrisome because I feel like what happens is the target suddenly gets shrouded in bullshit conspiracy theorism and you lose focus on what the actual target should be. It's very interesting to me. $500,000. Five, half a million dollars. I said the same thing about James O'Keefe of Project Veritas. Instantly. Veritas is nothing without O'Keefe. And then you start looking down the rabbit trail, some of this money and what's being spent. It's like, wait a minute. With absolute power comes absolute corruptibility. James O'Keefe hosted a uh, play called Oklahoma, where, which he starred in, brought his crew out to see it, ran $20,000, wrote that off of donor money. I'm sorry, but what does you performing in a fucking play to chase some dream of being an actor have to do with exposing the lies and corruption of the media and this government? Absolutely nothing. Do you see where the lines get kind of blurred when it comes to money? Now, I've pulled the 990s, and it's, it's a little weird. 2019, they pulled in $22 million. 2020, $47 million. 2018, $17 million. Their total functional expenses were $11.2 million back in 2018. Yeah, you know, I what don't are you spending $11 million on? I don't think that raising that much money is a bad thing. Not at all. I think you'd want to see bigger results. I'd want to see a lot bigger results, and I'd want to see less salaries getting paid. It's the same paid. thing with like cancer research and all that other stuff. When you raise millions and millions, billions of dollars. 2017, $12 million got pulled in. 2016, $6.9 million. Back during the 2016, Ballard's uh, compensation was almost $200,000. So this is nothing new. Even when the actual donation was lower than the $43 million, he was still pulling in a very high salary. A very high salary. There's something fishy about this guy. I don't trust him. I'm, that has nothing to do with sex trafficking. Nothing to do with that. I just don't like seeing good people who give their hard-earned money to a good cause get taken advantage of. And meanwhile, motherfuckers line their pockets and become millionaires off the good faith of donors. I don't like seeing it. And yes, like I said, combat veterans have done it. So don't think for a second other people wouldn't either and using child trafficking to do it. Don't think they wouldn't because they will and they have. 
You be the judge. You be the fucking judge, folks. Because I can tell you this right now. If I'm running an operation to go rescue a child in, say, South America, I don't need $6 million. I mean, if you want to give me $6 million, I'll fucking absolutely. We, we rolling in style, baby. Not really. I encourage you to go look at some of this stuff. Go look at the financials and start asking questions. Now, if I'm wrong on some of these things, then, hey, I will gladly admit I'm wrong. But something just smells fishy. When you're working with that amount of money and you're paying yourself half a million dollars, uh, no, no, that's greed. You don't need half a million dollars to go rescue children. You can have a family at home. I get it. You can live comfortably. You can live comfortably on $100,000 a year. I mean, well, in 2016, you could, maybe not now. But also keep in mind, folks, each year they brought in money. They didn't blow through at all. There were still remnants. Just for example, in 2016, they pulled in 6.9. Total expenses was 5.7. So you got about a million and change left in play. That rolls over to the next year. You got the finance, you got the federal government giving you grants. And all, by the way, all of this is tax-free. I'm sorry. There's something rotten in the state of Denmark. I cannot put my finger on it, but something is off. And I don't give a fuck about anybody you want here listening to this crying. John Burke sounds like he's a pedophile now. Check his brows. All you got to find is midget porn. Go to town. I don't care. I just don't like seeing good people taken advantage of by pieces of shit. And I'm not accusing him of this, but there's something off. There's something off. And Democrats really blow my mind on this one, especially ones that want to donate to something like this. But then you'll turn around and elect a fucking idiot that's got the border wide open. You want to talk about ending human fighting, human trafficking? Close the fucking southern border. Yeah. Now, with respect, Ballard has said that, and I do appreciate that. But of course, folks, they're going to give you all the talking points you want to hear. They're going to tell you the things you want to hear. Yeah, I think, unfortunately... You just can't take anybody at the word no. nowadays unless you, you, you know them personally. Yeah, and you shouldn't unless you're involved. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because it on its face it sounds like a great thing. I mean, I want to go out. Absolutely, I want to see. You know, yeah. I think it's you know if these guys are going out and rescuing kids and yes. bringing them back home, Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. But one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we really gotta. But what keep an eye on things. Some, I read sure in a thing are, that Tim Ballard showed up to an event flying in on a private helicopter. Okay, how much that cost you? Did you really need to do that? That tells me that now you're blowing money for no fucking reason. I'm just saying, when you start to see kind of indicators of a personality or your flagrant disregard for the value of money and what it could be better served as or with, then I don't trust you. I don't trust O'Keefe. I don't trust Ballard. I don't fucking trust any of them. Now, granted, they have done great work. And it's not like the people that are going to be corrupted are going to be like right off the bat. It comes with time sometimes. But that's why you have to be skeptical and demand transparency. I'm just, I don't know. I've watched a few things. I've read a bunch of articles. I've been do, doing some deep diving. I, mean, I don't know. I just got this weird feeling. I had the same weird feeling with Vivek Ramaswamy. And now more of his tweets are coming out. Yep. This guy's a fucking snake. He is a snake. Do not trust him. Billionaire Ivy League college educated dude coming in there simping for Big Pharma. Has a lot of dealings with China, by the way. That's coming to light yeah, who now. Who doesn't have a lot of dealings with yeah. China? Yeah. I agree. But when you're sitting there talking about like fucking like Trump does, it's kind of like, wait a minute. 
Like I'm all for trade. I don't care about trade, but if you're going to attack communism then, and then you're having dealings with them, it's like, well, you're kind of hypocritical then. Yeah. Uh, you know, all that stuff should be disclosed if they're dealing with. Oh, I agree. Chi- <clears throat> I yeah. think they're supposed to do that. Right. Um, Oh, as far as like what running for president, it would be any public office. If you have like personal dealings with these foreign countries, China and Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, I absolutely would think so. These guys are all just criminals. Go look up the operation on the ground. uh, 990s. Go see for yourself. Like, for example, in 2019, they pulled in 22 million to 22.3. Their overall uh, operating expenses were 9.5 rolls over to the next year. They're sitting on a nice chunk of change. So my question then, if is why did Tim Ballard walk away from this right before they were getting investigated too? And it was quietly done. Not a lot. There was like barely anybody taught. Why? Why were those? Why were they hiding this? There was even one woman. There's a story that was a, uh, that escaped her captors. And they said Tim Ballard was trying to take uh, credit for it. It's like, no, she actually escaped on her own. They gave a name and everything. And like, something is off. And it's murky between the lines of fiction and nonfiction. But God help you. If you even question that, then you must be a pedophile. Don't you just love the juxtaposition of both of those? It's kind of like, wait, can't there be a center point in this to where it's like, look, I believe they've probably done a lot of good, but I also feel there's probably some corruption in there that needs to be addressed and some like money laundering that possibly could be happening. You get, you have to hold each other accountable for that stuff absolutely. because absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, I just I think it was uh, how it is. Unfortunately, I, I we saw this with so many. I mean, folks, if you're questioning me on this, how many veteran organizations did you see using those killed in combat to raise millions of dollars and to go out and buy fucking lifted trucks, wrap it in their stupid ass fucking logos, and meanwhile the families of those that suffered didn't get fuck all. You think it's not possible? You are sadly mistaken and you're stupid. You're just fucking stupid. Meanwhile, men like me will sit here and say these things and draw all this hatred and then come on down the line. It's like, oh, by the way, he was kind of right. And I'll never get get apologies for it. I thought long and hard this morning. I kind of like, it's like, do I even want to talk about this? Like, do I even want to bring this up? And And then that little John pops up on my shoulder it's just like, if you even question whether or not you want to talk about it, it means that you're trying to be, you're afraid of addressing something for fear of reprisals. It's like, you know what? Fair enough. Let's fucking talk about it. Let's, let's post about this. Let's talk about this. I'm just curious if Tim Ballard cared so much, cares so much about kids. Why did you walk away from this? And now you're doing a Mormon religion thing. He's heavily in the Mormon community. Uh, this guy has even went so far as writing Mormon religious fan fiction. That's what got him noticed by Glenn Beck. Now, I'm not condemning Mormonism. It's not what I'm talking about. But it's just very telling that you're committed to something so heavily for years, and then you just walk away. And the million, the movie right now, everything revolving around that movie is it's all about the money. Angel Studios is making bank. They're making really bank. Cashing some big checks. And I still have yet to see, I still have yet to see where any of this money's going. A lot of it was to investors. They had investors yeah. for this. I'm I think just, it, just it cost like 15 million to make that movie. I don't know. Again, I think it would have been better served to do, have done a but, documentary. Yes, give me something. Especially actionable. after seeing it. Yes. It's 
Uh, yes. It wasn't, wasn't fun to watch. And you know, I actually read about the movie today. It says, uh, based on a true story, except for the parts that aren't. What does well, that mean? Exactly. What are you having to fabricate? Why can't you have truthful... I mean, no, I understand I get, if you change names. And... Yeah, that part I get. But it's like if you're changing, like there's a lot of investigations that have gone after Tim for that said, you know, basically people coming forward saying uh, this actually didn't happen like this. You're you're making this up. You're interjecting yourself in the scenario and you weren't even involved in. Just go do some digging. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Educate yourself. Go see for yourself. Go read some of these articles. And a lot of these articles are not, I mean, some of them, of course, are coming from Vice News, which I feel is like very, it works against them because you whistleblow on everything and you get it wrong half the time. And then when you might come with a kernel of truth, nobody's going to believe you. Because even when I saw some articles written by the likes of like MSNBC, Vice, about him, like, but take this with a fucking grain of salt until they actually start linking some of these things, such as the 990s, like, oh, okay. Okay, you can't you can't refute that. For those that don't know, the 990s are basically it talks about the fiscal or the amount of money you come in, the itemized spending, everything. Everything's on there. I'm just saying. Just saying. <clears throat> Total assets they had in 2019 was valued at 30.9 million dollars. Total liabilities 106,000. Net assets 30 million. I think uh, even his family was drawing in salaries. It's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I mean, I, honestly, I can understand that to a point because you want to surround yourselves with people, people you, you trust. trust. Yeah. But I at the that. same time. Uh, but it, even the people you it, trust can turn to the people. On his face, gonna, it doesn't look good because uh -huh. you're like, okay, you're employing your family to this nonprofit. But. Uh -huh. Well, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. And if and, you are going to get into that type and, of business, you've, you have to be ready to get oh, yeah. shit thrown well, your the way thing is, if for you, anything. If you have complete transparency, you've got nothing to worry about I don't at all. think that's the case. I think you could have complete transparency yeah. and still people like, oh, well, oh this, no, no, this, yeah, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. There's a difference in like people criticizing you just because they don't like you. Yeah, fuck those nerds. Absolutely. But when people are actually giving you genuine criticisms, like, hey, where is the money going? Yeah. If you're completely transparent, then you've gotten it's like, look, it's literally right there. This is what we spent on this, this and this. James O'Keefe had to justify spending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars of using black SUVs. It's like, well, we got to go someplace. Like, yeah, but does that quantify upwards of $100,000 expenditures on this in the span of a year? No, yeah. it doesn't. $100,000, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing on this one, but that's what it equated to. I'm like, yeah, I can see why the board would be like, um, you need to go. You're spending money on dumb shit. And the real causation or the real reasoning behind this, it's being neglected. I think we talked about that even before he got outed from Project Veritas. Yep. It was all his uh, high-profile uh, productions just, that he would put on, yep. wearing the FBI thing, mm -hmm. getting out, dancing around. On Something's off, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Uh, but don't you dare question it. Because I, I know I'll get comments. And people are like, John, why do you feel like you have to attack it? It's like, why do you feel like we can't investigate this? Because the ultimate rationale behind this is for the betterment of helping those right. kids and making sure the money's going where it needs to go. Why are you so against that? Why don't you want to have this transparency? Because what am I saying that in any way, shape or form condones pedophilia? Well, you're attacking. No, I'm questioning as should you, because if ultimately you give a fuck about those kids, you should be questioning. And the fact if you're not is very telling. You see how I flipped it on you? A lot of these motherfuckers that come at me in the comments, you're not as smart as you think you are. You're really not. You're really not. I've been down this road with nonprofits. I remember being a part of Active Heroes and those fucking shysters. Remember that? Troy and all those other losers? 
stole $8,000 from me that I raised to put it towards bullshit. And then I walked away because then I actually saw, I started learning about how the system works. Like, oh, wow, there is a lot of money um, going into this and not a lot of fucking shit happening. A lot of land bought. They had some llamas. A few of them died because they weren't feeding them to help with veterans of PTSD to go out and pet a fucking llama, I guess. I guess that's something that we have to, oh, pet the Tina. Oh, and I'm not going to kill myself. Okay. And then they die because you're not feeding them. Something's off. But John, why are you questioning it? Don't you care about veterans? That's why I'm questioning it. Do you still, do you hate me now? If you're still listening, I presume you, you don't. I bet half of them get turned on. I fucking hate this guy just turning it off. Yeah, questioning everything. I like to live blindly with the with with my blissfulness. Okay. I don't. I don't. I just want to make sure that, that money is going in the right place and actually helping kids. Weird. But I'm the asshole. <laughs> alpacas. Yeah, it was alpacas, excuse me. No, no, it wasn't alpacas, it was llamas. Alpacas, uh, we're gonna I'm just gonna go see Pat. I'm going to Peru in uh the wintertime. So we're actually gonna go see some alpacas. I'm going to get an alpaca sweater, too. I would. They say they're like the warmest, most comfortable sweaters. They say they're expensive, but I want to do it. I'm going to get a chinchilla coat. Is that even a thing? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I thought it's coming out of like 101 Dalmatians instead of Dalmatians like chinchillas. Bring me those chinchillas. It sounds like a Mexican treat. I'll have a chinchilla. It kind of does, doesn't it? A churro. A churro and a chinchilla. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Why are you questioning anything, John? You're an asshole. Well, yes, I am. With good cause. Ah, he's back, folks. He's back and he's gayer than ever. The cuck of the North returns. Even Canadians oppose Justin Trudeau's K-12 transgenderism drive. Even Canadians are turning against transgender ideology as Prime Minister Minister Justin Trudeau, a.k.a. cuck of the North, pushes the society-shredding claim throughout the politically quiet or pol- yeah, politically quiet society. There's an awful lot of misinformation and disinformation out there from people on social media, particularly fueled by the American right wing, are spreading a lot of untruths. Pro-transgender Trudeau complained to a Muslim audience in early July. Yeah, because that's the audience you want to complain to is a bunch of Muslims. I'm sure they're very accepting of the fact that you're pro-dudes uh, chopping their dicks off. Absolutely. I'm sure Andrew Tate's just jerking himself off to hearing something like that. What color is your genitalia? The opinion shifted. <laughs> I couldn't help myself on that one. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. You nailed it, buddy. <laughs> what color is your Bugatti? Fucking nerd. Um, the opinion shift was exposed by a poll conducted for Canada's secondstreet.org think tank. The poll asked 1,500 Canadians, should schools have to let parents know about the child's desire to change gender or have new gender pronouns? My question is, why is the school even interested in such a thing? Why is that even being discussed at school? What does that have to do with academia? To become a functioning member of society, why is the school interjecting itself into the culture? It shouldn't be. You bunch of fucking snow Mexicans. Like we're any better down here though, quite honestly. And we got the same bullshit. It's always from the gays too. It's always from the gays. 57% of Canadians said schools should have let the child's parents know. 18% replied schools should have not let the child's parents know. And those 18% should be investigated for being fucking pedophiles. The poll shows the public rejects a key. And I do want to push pause on that. The left did attack Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel for making statements in regards to the left's Marxist ideology is encouraging this. 
And that I agree with. I think they're right on that one. The left trying to normalize uh, the transgenderism movement, which is rooted in gender dysphoria. The idea of not questioning any. You see, and this, this kind of proves me right here. The left doesn't want you to question anything. Don't question. It's, you know, uh-uh. Versus me saying you should be questioning everything. But Caviezel and Ballard did make some statements talking about a lot of this bullshit is rooted in transgender ideology, homosexuality, a lot of this other stuff. They're right. They're 100% right. You see, I don't hate these people. I just don't trust them. You know, I thought the tagline, you know, God's kids, children are not for sale. Uh I mean, it's a solid. It's a solid tagline, but what does it accomplish? God's children are not for sale. Well, because it's a line in the movie. That's why you're in business. I mean, where he's talking to uh, some guy that's helping him. He's like, well, why are you doing this? And he's like, God's children are not for sale. I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds great. But then the thing that really blew me away is like, I saw a picture of him wearing a grunt style t-shirt. It's like, oh, I really don't trust this motherfucker at this point. (laughs) I really don't trust anybody that wears grunt style. Sorry. That's just the thing. Um, because I, you know, grunt style is full of shit. The poll shows the public rejects a key feature of transgenderism, which insists that governments must help children and teenagers enforce their chosen sexual identities on their peers and parents, regardless of biology, medical risks, or parents' authority. The mood shift in Canada helped cement a pro-family policy change by the government of Canada's New Brunswick region. When it comes to informing parents about gender issues involving their children, the government appears to be on the same page with the majority of New Brunswickers. I can never imagine my calling myself one of those. Like, I'm a New Brunswicker. Respect my pronouns. Eh and oh. Sounds like a racial slur. <laughs> it does. What's that, New Brunswickers? <laughs> the fuck did you just say? It's worse than the N-word. <laughs> Canadian fragility. <laughs> just saying. Oh, my God. Cutter X says, Canada is not kosher. The government is a sh- Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely, yeah. After seeing what Trudeau did, you know, the trucker convoy pro, absolutely fuck those motherfuckers. Um... Efforts by Trudeau to push his LGBT agenda at the G7 reportedly left Italian PM Giorgia Milani looking visibly irate. Thank God there's still some people with balls in this world that look at these fruitcakes like, get the fuck away from me, you just weirdo. Yeah, where's that? Get the hell away from me. Look, folks, don't be a scared. Don't be a scared. Don't be, I hear it. What is to do with me? Uh, <laughs> it's a bad thing to do. <laughs> Stop a chopping off the children's genitals. It's not nice. Can you, like, push pause on this real quick, folks. Now, now, think about this for a second. Say, like, you're a parent that wants to put your child through the transgender process. And we're talking about toddlers, young teenagers, and you're encouraging them to go through the actual surgical process, which afterwards is not reversible in certain aspects. And by the way, did you know this sterilizes them and prevents them from having an orgasm? You have robbed your child of a very important adult experience. All for the sake of virtue signaling to the world that you're the parent of a trans child. You're a nut job, and so is your child. But again, you know, the fruit doesn't fall far from the cake, does it? (laughs) You still with me, folks? You still with me? You still love me? I've been watching this TV show. Um, it's called the the something Gemstones. Have you seen this? Righteous Gemstones. Right. Oh, I love it. 
You know, come to think, because you did that for not not that per se, but you, Josh, for those that don't know, Josh and his dad have filmed, and I don't want to get into a lot of the weeds on this because I know they still work with a lot of people, but you would actually film a lot of these ministers. You would, I mean, you still go, you fly out to California, film some people's, uh, uh, their sermons, their, their revivals and stuff like that, but you've seen a lot of this. Yeah, my dad got his start in TV production mm-hmm. uh, back in the 60s working with uh, televangelists. Mm-hmm. Like, What was so. that experience like? Uh, it's interesting. How so? I, you just, uh, Come on, uh, give me the good shit. Give me the good <laughs> stuff. Come on. You know, you some know? of these people are really, they're, they're nice people. Mm-hmm. Of um, course. I mean, they're not going to out there and act like outward assholes. Right. That defeats the purpose. But they start to get into like, you know, more and more donations come in and mm-hmm. you know, their pockets get fuller and full. You know, it's, no. uh, it's, I don't know. Interesting how that level of corruptibility, you know, but I've talked to a lot of people who, you know, went to a lot of these people's ministries too, and Mm -hmm. were, you know, it helped them, you know, spiritually and mentally and physically they were helped out. So not all of it was bad. Oh, true. I'm not saying there's like complete scumbags. You're just like, man, this guy's a, it's like going over the Tony Robbins experience. Like, what did you learn? Nothing, but I felt great. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like the emotional experience. Because I got and do a lot of testimonies and talk to people who yeah. were a part of some of these ministries and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, they, wow. for television ministries, they don't know a lot of these people personally. So yeah. when they talk about them and their experiences with the ministries, it's, you know. I, I just like that. It's nothing sta- Nothing was staged and nothing was set up. And nothing, yeah. there was no leading. Play. At least that's not how I ever talked to people mm-hmm. when I went out and did these things. So, yeah. uh, but I just, it still blows me away that you can have a pastor of a church and they have so much money, and yet they'll pull up in a brand new Cadillac, decked out in gold, nicest suit. It's like, but that's not what Jesus preached. That's not what he preached. You know, Rich they'll, ruler, they'll all this spend stuff. anything, any way to make it oh. fit their needs. Some people, yeah. some ministers were like that. They were like, well, no. I, you know, I, a Buick is fine. You know, and there's other people that are like, you know, God wants me to have a Mercedes. Like, <laughs> he told me that like, verbatim. Does he, does he want you to have a $120,000 Mercedes? Exactly. Like Meanwhile, but, you got people in your congregation that are, you know, poor, broke, whatever. And it's like, and you're over there high on the hogs. Like, it doesn't seem very Christ-like to me. I don't know. There's one uh, minister that did a lot of outreach work in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, your money goes even further over there. They love they loved this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would hold parades for him. He got a, an award from Ronald Reagan for his outreach for, mm-hmm. it's like Feed My Children mm-hmm. was the name of the, the organization. Yeah. And they, um, you know, they did a lot. Yeah. You know, this guy's long retired, but mm-hmm. during his time, you know, he'd go over there and uh, well, the thing it, I like it about was, it was rough conditions too. Oh, I, I mean, it that, wasn't yeah. like first yeah. class service all the way there. Oh yeah, no, there are people actually uh, missionaries and stuff that actually do great yeah, work. Exactly. Those are I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about the shitheads. I'm not yeah. talking about the good ones. Let's let's make sure there's a clear differential there. But I do feel like that that the righteous gemstones. Number one's got Danny McBride. He writes it too, and he's really good. He's hilarious. He's oh my god. He's like, can you hold on a fucking minute? I'm praying. He's <laughs> just saying what? It's it's great. But there's a lot to that that you see all like the corruption. He's like doing blow with strippers in the background. I'm like, you think this stuff doesn't happen, but it does. Yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah, I just think it's funny. Gotten drunk with a few pastors, that's for sure. Really? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. What was that like? Uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Most of, were, most of them were a pretty I good time. I mean, the Pentecostal was great. And then we started speaking in tongues, but actually it was just him being drunk. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like I said, a lot of these guys think they're, you know, they justify the things that they do. And yeah. so I wonder how they would rationalize that. Not me that, that, that has mind. to judge them at the end of their life. It's true. Them yes, who has to true. account for their own actions. Yeah. I just don't. How would you rationalize some things like this? Like, God wants me to do this line of cocaine off this stripper's butt. 
Because some of these guys grew up in poverty themselves. So once they start preaching a prosperity message and they start to get some prosperity themselves in their own life, they start to, you know, see, well, this is what the Bible says and this is what's happening. So, yeah, yeah, they justify it. And again, it's not for me to, you know. Oh, yes, it is, Josh. Yes, it is. Because if we are made in God's image, therefore we are godlike. But there's people that I, you know, I stepped away from. I'm like, no, this guy's too much for me. There's a lot of that stuff that just oh man, but I do love the series. If you haven't seen it, it's got uh, is it a uh, uh, Dan Good uh, John Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman John from Roseanne. Uh, yeah, I thought about writing a book about it, like you my experience with televangelism. You over the should, because again, that's what my dad. Yeah, he still you know, I grew up around it, oh. so it was like. Who's that know, one? Being a part of the circus. That one when we were filming uh, the John Ross videos, the old studio. Uh, one of them backed into my car. Yeah, that was a uh, oh, Oral Roberts' son. Oral Roberts' son, God, yeah. His name. granddaughter. Yeah. She like, hit my car, and then she kind of got a little shady with it until I was kind of like, uh, no, yeah. you're going to pay for my shit. Yeah. You're going to pay my shit. You ain't going to pray for my car. I want that money. I want that money. It's like those types of people who are, like, he's Oral Roberts' son. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what's his name? I can't remember his first name, but he rented some space for my dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh but when you are I remember walking like in the there and son of that. somebody who you know, pulled themselves up by their own bootstrap, yeah. then it's almost kind of like royalty. Oral Roberts was massive. I want to say in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, he's huge, got a college up in Oklahoma. Yeah, oh, huge evangelist, uh, brought a lot of people to Christ. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that said a lot of bad things about him. And you're going to get that with everybody. But no, I remember walking in on that set. And it's just kind of like how these these traditions are learned and they keep it in the family. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I know. Hobo, Chili, and the ch- Oral. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure how you come up with that name. Oral Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, the name also kind of says it all. It's like, you know, the oral, of, not not actually in the sexual context, but oral. You're like, you're very vocal. You're very, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't trust them either. I don't. I don't. I Especially like the Joel Olstein types. Like I, I, we've talked about this before. I cannot stand these pastors that will not touch doctrine, especially yeah. in this day and age. They won't go near it. They will not go near it. Go, go preach on some Corinthians. Go preach on that. Go preach conduct, order, and doctrine. Go preach the fivefold ministry. Go preach on the fact that it says that women should not hold positions in the church. Ooh, then you start getting some pushback. The Bible isn't sexist. Mm, it kind of is. It kind of is. Sorry, you don't like that. Mega church scams. Yeah, Greenback 100% in the chat. All right, let's keep going. Uh, next article, Dylan Mulvaney. That poor fruitcake. Begging for work at this point. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney takes to Instagram to ask for work after Bud Light flap. Trans influencer Mulvaney is looking to cash in on his newfound notoriety in the wake of the Bud Light fiasco by booking speaking opportunities on college campuses. Oh my God. What the hell are you going to like, what are you going to talk about? Hey guys, let me tell you about the time I chopped my dick off. I'm so inspirational. I can't figure out what my gender is, but yes, hire me. Unless Dylan Mulvaney launches a company, this dude is going to be a fleeting star, a fleeting star. Thank you're going to peak and then you're going to burn out. And unless you got, you find a way to draw in some income. Um, I see an only fans in your future. Probably, because there's going to be a lot of people curious. Or a stripper pole. Or a stripper pole. Booking speaking opportunities for the upcoming 23-24 school year and would love to come visit, he told his 2 million followers. He included an email address for serious inquiries and added, love ya. 
uh, on Creative Arts Agency website, the talent agency that represents Mulvaney. He's listed as a speaker who's available to talk on topics such as LBTQIA, advocacy, social media, women's empowerment. Women's empowerment? What the fuck do you know about women? You literally just did your transgender wackadoodle stuff. Now you're going to talk on female empowerment because you have about experience of like, what, a year? And you're not even a woman. You're a dude that's dickless. You're a eunuch. Just call them what they are, cross-dressing eunuchs. Wait, eunuchs chop the balls off though, right? They still have the dick. Isn't that right? Do I? Isn't a eunuch somebody that just chops the nuts off and they still have the dick? Uh, I don't know. I thought ch- it was like the... The whole thing? Maybe. I don't know. I've never looked into it. The talent agency represents, uh, okay, uh, uh, women's empowerment as well as diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is This is like the lineup for the same shit of... Having a uh, degree in something completely worthless that's not applicable and you can't make money doing. Eunuch takes it all. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ironically, from the the name Cutter X in the chat. <laughs> Couldn't make that up if I tried. That's wonderful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fruitcake. The 26 year old has uh, seen his influence wither since the disastrous tie up with Bud Light, which has jeopardized the brand's decades long reign as the nation's top selling beer and drained parent company Anheuser Bush of 27 billion in value. Now, look, to you, the person that probably doesn't own a company, not a big deal. To any corporation that's looking at this and see what this idiot did to Bud Light, they ain't going near that. They will not, t- that thing is walking cancer. They will not touch that. Why? They don't want to risk. They don't want to risk positioning themselves in the same spotlight. CMT is about to get the brunt of it too. They just Bud Lighted themselves. The whole Jason Aldean thing and the black fragility. The most recent figure is released by Nielsen AQ data provided by Bump Williams Consulting showed that Bud Light sales dropped 23.6% and the one week period ended July 8th. Darth Shiba, thanks for the subscription for two months over on Kick. Appreciate that, dude. The influencer even worked with KitchenAid and Instacart, as well as tampon company Tampax in another controversial move. According to the Washington Examiner, each sponsored post Mulvaney shares earns in between fifty dollars to $80,000. Mulvaney, who transitioned from male to female in March 22, has been frequently panelist, speaker, and podcast guest before the Bud Light controversy. Blah, 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 blah. You know, they say transition... Cut your dick off. He just started wearing women's clothes. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. That's, that, it. that's the transition. Yeah. Yep. Now the dude's going to be begging for work. Please come let me speak at your, your university. I'm like, no, you're gay. He's not even gay. He still likes women. Apparently, and this is how confused this guy is. He chops his dick off. Starts Are you wearing sure he women. chopped his dick off? I don't know. Probably. Probably a small dick to begin with. Anyway, he claims to be a woman. And then parades around asking men for numbers, trying to get with dudes, and then comes out and says, I'm actually a lesbian. What? Or maybe you're just crazy and attention-seeking. You see, I feel like the Dylan Mulvaney's of this world are a symptom of what social media has caused in our society. Those that can actually get attention for actually bringing nothing of value to the table outside of like just saying, look at me. I am someone that kind of breaks the stereotypes of the cultural norms. Meaning, I'm a dude that chopped his dick off. Or going to. The likes of Caitlyn Jenner and the rest of them, whom the right embraces and loves to include Trump himself, yet you ushered in this movement of insanity, but because you have somewhat conservative politics, which you really don't, you're now okay? This makes no sense to me. I do not understand this. We have the likes of Blair White out there advocating for all this stuff, but still posing as a woman. 
I, I don't get this. I mean, I do. It's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy at its root, its core. And these are not conservatives. They're hypocrites. Would you ever do an interview with uh, Blair White? Absolutely. Love to talk to him. I'd be curious to see if he'd ever transition back because he's taking hormones and... Did he actually have the surgery? I don't know if he did or not, but... When I see him post things like holding a gun and saying the difference between men, conservative women and female and like liberal women are conservative women don't have a deck. It's like, um, what? Start looking around. Started, uh, you have a dick uh, and you're pretending to be a woman. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ben and Jerry's as if they just really don't like money enough. How has nobody like pulled a Bud Light on them? Like I, I, when I was on Andy's show like two or three weeks ago, we talked about this and they've actually been losing a lot of money. Don't buy Ben and Jerry's. Fuck these wackadoodles. But Ben and Jerry's co-founder blames NATO military industrial complex or congressional complex for Russia-Ukraine conflict. Oh, I can't wait to get this hot take from this ice cream company. Please tell me more. Cohen claimed that money won in the Russian-Ukraine conflict profiting on weapon sales throughout the region. Ben Cohen, co-founder of the proudly political Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream Company, voiced his disdain for U.S. and NATO involvement in Ukraine during a recent interview. Wait, what? Hold on. Okay, no, no, this can't be going the way I think it's going to go. A Cohen, in an interview with Politico, published Thursday, expressed frustration with NATO expansionism and the military-industrial-congressional complex as aggregating factors in the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In the end, money won, Cohen told Politico. And today, not only are they providing weapons to all the new NATO countries, but they're providing weapons to Ukraine. I'm not supporting Russia. I'm not supporting Ukraine yet. I'm supporting negotiations to end the war instead of providing more weapons to continue the war. What a bitch take to have. I'm not on either side. I just want them to end it. Wait, so you will not you will not concede that as as most leftists would that Russia had no business in Ukraine? You will not even admit that? You just don't like war in general. So therefore it's like I don't want to pass blame, but I'm going to blame NATO uh and I'm going to blame this but you're not blaming Russia. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing there. That's a retarded take, but absolutely. I, I'll give that to you. What a bitch. Come on, dude. Pick a side. It's okay. Folks, get it out of your head that you're not going to make enemies. You're going to make so many. And make enemies. Who gives a shit? Have enemies. What, 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 is having enemies such a bad, scary thing? Oh, people don't like John Burke. You know how much hate I get? I don't fucking care. I'm never going to meet half you fucks. I'm never going to meet a majority of you motherfuckers. You think I give a fuck if you hate me? Lick my ass, but buy Shellshock CBD. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Why are you so afraid to stand up to stupid people, specifically black people right now? You know what I love about this whole J Jason Aldean fiasco is that people are going to call it what it is. Black fragility at heart. Because you'll have Jason Aldean sing a song about, you know, robbing and mugging and spitting on Kyle, yada, yada, yada. But then you got the likes of ghetto trailer trash Cardi B, wet ass pussy, blah, 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 nigga, 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 nigga. Have you heard you his song? You don't say a fucking, yeah, I've heard his song. 
There's nothing bad about it. it but it, it is, is funny, though, how they, black people instantly get so offended because he's pointing out truths about your black fragility and your violent cultural nature. But here's the funny part about it. When I make a statement like that, it's like, we're not talking about all black people. That has to be associated with any statement. So you're not accused of stereotyping. But when you have a black supremacist, primarily on the left, makes a stereotypical claim such as Don Lemon about heterosexual white dudes, you lump us all together and what do white people do? We bend the knee and we get scared because we don't want black people to call us racist. I'm going to say it right now. Black people in America today are some of the most racist motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. And this cracker does not give a fuck if you like me or not. It's the fucking truth. Because when I look at those stats and I go on these .gov websites and I see the stats only increasing in regards to black violence against white people. um, What the fuck would you call that? You think these are nice crimes? Hey, man, what's up, cracker? Give me your wallet. We're going to be friends after this. Really? No. How many? How much black crime against Asians went unreported by the MSM? Because they didn't want to touch that. Because God forbid you make black people look violent. Um, because they are. Well, why is that, John? Economic poverty? Yes, in part, but also the fact that your culture is really devolving and you murder each other at astronomical rates. Your education level is like proudly shit. And what's your ways out of this? Play professional basketball or become a hip-hop artist? That's what you push your kids to do. Meanwhile, you'll attack black people that get out of that bullshit, get an education, become successful, and you label them Uncle Toms and Coons and all kinds of crazy shit. I'm just saying. So when Jason Aldean poses in front of a courthouse that apparently lynched the dude back in 1920, black people just want to shit themselves. Oh, my God. How many rap videos did you do in scenes where probably it was like black on black violence and nobody said a fucking word? Primarily like Chicago, I'd imagine. And anything for that? Or is it only you get offended when a white guy does it? And if you really think Jason Aldean fucking knew about that in the 1920s, you're retarded. Let's just be honest. That's how stupid you are. That's how weak black people in America have become, primarily because at the hands of white liberalism and white rich liberals, this is what you've created. Man, I'm fucking on one today. I'm on one today. Talk about white fragility. And it's not us that cry when we use the N-word, that you use it in every fucking slur in your fucking lyrics. So explain to me, explain to me what black contemporary culture has benefited America at all. At all. Please elaborate for me. It's certainly not your music. It's certainly not your culture because it's rooted in violence and drug use and misogyny, sexism, racism. But don't you dare say anything as a white guy because if you do, they'll accuse you of being racist. I don't fucking care. One of the most hypocritical communities in this country. It's fucking truth. John's a racist. Not really. You are. Hmm. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. And white. I'm proud to be white. Does that offend you? Does me saying white power instantly strike a chord of racism in you? Well, why is that? Because you can say black power. You can say Asian power. You can say Native American power. You can say Mexican power. You say white power. <gasps> Do you not see how these dynamics are so rooted in hypocrisy? But then again, there is no white community. Nobody's out there screaming white power. Where are these clan meetings that we hear so much about? You're a KKK, America of KKK. I, when was the last parade you saw that had representation of the KKK walking through it? It was like 
early 80s. Yeah. I, I, I have never seen somebody with a hood. Never. And I live in fucking Texas. Never. But Nobody, again, nobody's ever invited me to a white supremacist meeting or a lynching for that matter. I haven't been to one. I have never even seen a fucking noose, which is hilarious to me. Hilarious. Hilarious. So all this racism that supposedly exists, it only exists because black people want it to exist. Because so long as it exists, you can be victims. And as long as you can be victims, you can get white people to feel sorry for you and give you money and give you government subsidies and give you all this great things that you fuck up. You got to love this reparations. I want reparations to spend on what? Air Jordans? Well, the whole Colin Kaepernick thing really put a nail in that fucking coffin because there's a reason he signed with Nike. Because even Ben Shapiro talked about this back in like, what was it, 2017, 2016? That black people, by and large, overwhelmingly spend more money on clothing, specifically shoes, than any other race. So Kaepernick knows this, gets signed with Nike, and makes fucking bank. But we're the racists. Okay. Have you seen the music video yet? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I, it's 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 literally kind of like the, the the only thing I can like connect it with is that duet that Mark Chestnut did with Tracy Bird back in the day. That's a good way to get on my bad side. Politician on my TV says he's only looking out for me. He says he knows what the good man needs in the long run, but every year gives himself a raise with a chunk of every buck I make. Now he's talking like he wants to take my shotgun. Well, that's a good... I mean, it's oh, basically... Okay. So he's using actual footage from... News reports. Right. That and show it... different races. Yeah. So when Democrats got yeah. so offended and said this is a pro-lynching song, it's like, where did you get that? In the actual news footage that showed multiple races, not just black people. Because ah, 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 that ah, stupid ah. bitch, Sonny uh, Hostin, was like, uh, his song embraces racist image. Exactly. Like, it's like, lady, uh, what's racist? I mean, it's wrong. Lady, these are people committing crimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to say anything about them committing crimes? You're you're criminals, attack yeah. Song? yeah, shut and, up. And that's why conservatives need to grow some fucking stones. Get on social media and push back against these white and black liberals and throw it in their fucking faces. I'm not saying go Nick Fuentes. That guy's a fucking crazy-ass cracker. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying use some common fucking sense and throw the stats back in their face. White people are so racist. No, you create more racism in this country than any other race out there. You don't see the Asians having a hard time. You don't. Why is that? Well, now do we have like just like a lot of Asian nepotism? It's always the black people. It's always blacks. Why is that? I'll ask you this question. Do you really think that black people that go into a white neighborhood don't feel safe? How often do you hear about that? Now, let me ask you this. How many times do white people go into all black neighborhoods and say, I really don't feel safe? Let's look at Uber. Did you know there's this growing trend right now that Uber drivers will not go into the ghettos? Neither were DoorDash deliverers. Because they keep getting robbed? They keep getting robbed. Wow, that's strange. Oh, weird. Racist not going in there getting robbed. I know. How dare you should give those black people $10. Isn't that what the going rate for reparations is these days after that city of Chaz thing? Remember that? We're going to give every black person $10. And that's going to help. This is what happens when you have poorly educated retards trying to fucking social justice simp out there. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying... Folks, 
You think I'm lying? Go look at Uber. Go talk to Uber drivers. The next, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. The next time you're with an Uber driver, ask him if there's any place that he will not drive to. If they're, hopefully they'll be honest with you. If either, if they're white, they'll probably be honest with you. To you a think degree. so? Eh, maybe not. I don't. I know. don't think white people. I think if they're uh, Middle Eastern, yes, they will. They be. don't give a fuck. Especially they if they're Muslim. Or, or Hindu, it doesn't matter. They don't give a fuck. They call shit for what? Why is it that white? Dude, I used to have this one Middle Eastern guy who would take me to the airport. Uh-huh. And you like, tell me about Yeah, this. he started dropping the end bomb on I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm not justifying that, but don't sit there and like pearl clutch when black people do it left and right. No, you can't say it, but I can't. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Crack ass cracker. I mean, I wasn't offended by it. I'm like, you do you. You I don't do care. yeah. But they will tell you right now, there are certain places they will not drive. And those are black neighborhoods. Hardcore black ghetto ass fucking neighborhoods. I saw a video the other day. It was circulating. And I know this is anecdotal, but it's definitely a symptom of a much bigger issue that the press will not address. Because if they do, it casts massive dispersions on the black community in America, which ultimately forces them to take accountability for a lot of the bullshit they put the rest of, they put the rest of this country through. But they won't touch it. So again... Why won't these Uber drivers that are white drive into these areas and the DoorDashes and the Grubhub? It gets to a point there that they will not even deliver. Now, let's take it a step further. What about businesses? Uh-oh. And then you start to understand why in the black cultural areas of America that there's high crime and high poverty. A lot of it has to do, the overall majority has to do with the fact that they are violent. Does this offend you? Good. I'm glad. And I don't care. All right, let's take some calls. Are people calling in? The number is 214-817-1689. We haven't taken calls in a minute, so we're going to take calls today. Again, um, the number is 214-817-1689. Taking your calls on whatever the hell it is you want to talk about for that, because we still got a few more topics. So I'm, I'm fucking on one today. I'm riled the fuck up. I'm riled the fuck up. Crack-ass cracker. <laughs> Walmart is the ghetto of stores. That's when they say we're boy, we're boycotting Target. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm not going to Walmart. I don't want to go to Walmart. It's fucking ghetto-ass shit in there. It starts out great, and then it just slowly starts degrading. I, tell you, I got into like, it last summer with some guy in a Walmart parking lot. Is it the knife dude? Yeah. The knife, yeah. Well, he cussed out my wife in front of my kids. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just funny that I left the office and I found him. If you look at a 7 Eleven, if you look at a Walmart or any street named Martin Luther King Jr., it instantly goes down. And white dude's like, "Eh -eh, nope, not going there. Why is that? Real talk with John Burke. Yellow. Yes, yes, hi. Hey, John, it's Mike. God damn it. You should have broke character. I would have loved that. Shit, I just uh, outed myself. Okay. I got to tell you guys this story. Yeah. Um, I go to this uh, like corner market in, in uh, Clearwater, and there's this Nigerian guy I always see there. And I swear to God, he was he gave some money to this black guy, this homeless black guy. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me after I saw him do it. I said, hey, that was a good thing he did. And he looks at me and he goes, let me tell you something. Why do these niggas act like this? I swear to God. It's <laughs> a good African accent. That is a very good African accent, yeah. It's, we will not have pumpkins. All right, I'll hang up. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Hobo's actually got a good point there, though. 
if you look at actual Africans from Africa that migrate over here, they do not like black Americans that have not migrated, that were born here. And a lot of not, not a lot of people know this. If you talk to actual Africans, they, 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 not a lot of people know this. Hell out. Hey, sorry, I had to turn down my volume. You're good, man. What's up, um, man? Um, I got to say, man, you are helping me out a lot right now. I just lost the use of my legs, oh. and I'm in a wheelchair, and I have to have help for every fucking thing I do anymore. I can't do a single damn thing, and I'm a Marine. You know how much of a hell that is for a regular person, but for a Marine? Man, you just really went dark, yeah, didn't you? <laughs> You just really went dark. Yeah. We're all over here being racist as hell. Then you got to make us feel bad for you. Now nah, I'm fucking kidding with you, bro. So what happened, dude? Why are you in a wheelchair? Well, I've got MS. Oh, okay. And I'm the same okay. dude who sent you those, uh, you and Josh, both those 3D prints. Uh, oh, yeah, of the American flag. I can't even work with my 3D. Yes. I can't even work with my 3D printers anymore because, yeah. Good uh, luck with that. That bad? Um. Oh, dude, you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it is horrid. Well, what are some but good things you got going I on for you? I called in because good things? Yeah. What, right what, now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. With, with what? Yeah, um, I'm breathing. There you go. That's about the only good thing I can think of. Well, uh, there's more good things. You still got the use of your dick? Nope. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, we're going to edit this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a Marine. You know what dark humor is. There's got to be more good things in your life, brother. Oh, yeah. You got you to hunt that good shit, man. You really um, do. Well, I've got my daughter and my grandkids. Oh. I'm only 34 years old. I have four grandkids. That's awesome. Explain that. There you go. Well, I mean, hey, clearly, uh, I mean, you've got that to look for. You got, you know. That's awesome. Those are those are good things to to remember. And look, I I, I should probably shut the fuck up. Who the fuck am I going to tell? Like you know, going through what you're going through. I have no I have no fucking clue. I'm just all I could say is, man, just keep your fucking head up. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. You got. I mean, dude, I I can't even imagine how difficult that's got to be. But you got a lot of people that clearly love you. At least I hope they do. I mean, you're a fucking marine, so not a lot of people love marines because they're a bunch of assholes. But still, the fact is. Uh, fuck you, man. <laughs> so what were you calling about today? What's up? Let's let's move on from this pity party. What we got? Well, I was just calling you again to say that, yeah, I really appreciate all the stuff that you do every, well, I don't say every day, but most days. Wait, um, what, what do I do most days that I don't do it, every day? Like, I need some, give me some specifics here, though. <laughs> I, <fix. laughs> I need some ego. Well, every I'm, time I'm kidding, you I'm kidding. call. I'm kidding. Every time you come on live, um, you just help to get my brain working in a different way to where I'm laughing. Good. Whereas before I'd be going, well, why the hell didn't they just kill me in Iraq? Oh, wait, they tried and they couldn't complete or complete it. Mm -hmm. That means you got a bigger mission, yeah. dude. You, you just got to figure out what the hell it is. I mean, you know, think, if you really think about it, if you believe in God, I don't know. It, it, it's everybody's different, but I think there's a reason that a lot of people survived very bad situations 
and then when they get out of those bad situations are faced with more bad situations. There's a reason. I do believe there is a reason behind everything, but it's up to the individual to find, isolate, and use that reason to benefit themselves and more so to benefit other people. Now, I don't know what yours is. I, I don't know the full concept or I don't know the full uh, situation you're facing, but only you can come to that determination. Nobody else can. It's going to have to come from you. And dude, I can't even say, I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I know half the shit that you're going through. And I'm glad I don't because it sounds horrendous, but that's also going to make you a very powerful powerful force of nature to be reckoned with when you figure it the fuck out and then you go out there and you start helping other people because they're going to look at you and like, look at this guy. Yeah, I mean, do you know that one uh, motivational speaker? I don't know what his name is. He's the guy, I think he's Australia. He has no arms, no legs, and he's the most positive motherfucker you've ever seen. And like, dude, if I was you, I probably would have like drowned myself in the toilet by now. I'm not going to lie. But I look at this guy and yeah. I'm like, bro, you've got the fucking brakes. But you're out there with this insane, real, happy outlook. Who does that? That is power. That is the ability to channel good, positive shit and ignore the negativity that society throws on us, much less life. So all I can say, man, is I'm, well, glad, you, right. I'm glad you listen. For me right now, I have a daily goal of at least making one person laugh. There you go. I mean, bro, if I can one do step. that, I know I've succeeded. You know, you did a lot of road marching in the Marines, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I remember, like, doing a lot of those ruck marching, and it would be, like, you'd have these steep up, up hills, these these grades and stuff. But I remember just saying to myself, when it really started to suck, just one foot, one foot in front of the other, next step, focus on the next step. And that, I like how you said that about I have one goal per day. And I've told people this in the past when talking about depression. Um, when you are dealing with something, kind of a struggle similar to that, it's like, give yourself a daily end goal. And it can be as trivial as, as you want it to be. But for like, for me, a lot of it, when I was going through a really bad bout of depression, it was at the end of this day, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go turn on this game that I'm looking forward to play. Now, in some people's minds, that's very just whatever. But to me, it meant a lot. It was like, I have this to look forward to because I'm drowning in darkness right now. And that is the only shred of light I've got because that's what I wanted. That's what I appreciated. So I love how you just said that one thing I'm going to do a day is make one person laugh. And that's, bro, that's commendable. That's something. Now build on that. Take it more. Two people. I'm going to do something else. Well, I'm going to do this. I got to say for making someone laugh, for, you know, at least once a day, I go far beyond that. And Good. I enjoy that. Good. Now, do I want to be comedian? Probably not because why? I'd probably get fucking attacked and killed on stage for some of the shit I would say. Racist. Because I'm like you. I do not hold anything back mm -hmm. good like uh you got two fags that are sitting there at a bar one fag looks at the other he goes hey i thought something funny in my ass the guy's like well what is it well, stick your hand up there see if you can feel anything no well stick it out a little bit farther no stick it all the way up to your elbow he goes oh wait a minute what's this he pulls out his hand the rolex he goes, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> this one. That's old, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you ever take our Delta 8? I'm cold, but I, oh, dude, I love your Delta 8. All right, do me a I favor. I've other Delta 8s, and okay. they're bullshit. Do me a favor. Email me at jb at shellshockcbd.com. I'm going to hook you up with a year's worth, bro. You made me laugh. You come on here. You, ex okay. you expose yourself. Not like that. Uh, but, like, you put yourself up to, uh, yeah. well, to you know. You open yourself I'm up to criticism. Uh, but no, email yeah. me at JB at okay, CBD. I'm going to hook you up. Keep fucking laughing. Um, 
All right. No crime. No crime. No crime. I would be, we got to go. We got to go. I would be killing myself. Yeah, you got to fucking kill yourself. You ain't going to do that. No. You got to keep pushing, man. Gonna, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to call you High Wheels after this. Until day High Wheels. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to send you some shelf to stick yeah. up on that motherfucker. All right, bro. Thanks for your call, man. God Good. bless. <laughs> that went dark and homophobic uh, really quick. <laughs> That's why I love veterans. I don't give a fuck. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, if it's him again, I'm hanging up. <laughs> What are you doing over there? <laughs> Josh has got like the whole thing just blowing up, like the computer smoking. The number is 214-817-1689. Yellow. Yellow. Oh shit, I'm on. What's How's up, dude? Going, boys? What's up, man? I uh, so I'm so uh, there's a like two things you want to talk about if anything i just have time for one yeah let's do it so i was sitting i was sitting in my room the other day smoking a bowl thinking about josh's giant pork sword (laughs) and i saw on the news that an american was arrested for uh speaking his mind about the war in ukraine where was this if you didn't hear about that no where was he arrested an american was he was arrested in ukraine Speaking oh. up against the war. Well, yeah, they also imprisoned priests and stuff over there too, and uh, was Zelensky suspended elections as well? Yeah, and they openly and they openly admitted that they're censoring all media and Absolutely. they're deleting anything yeah. that they do not like. And Russia does the same thing, which is indicative of like a country that would do something to that level means you got a lot to hide. But yeah, but American, like, so wait, an American yeah, was I in just, Ukraine. I was, I was just curious. Um, I'm, I'm just curious on what you think about that. I, I don't believe in censorship. I don't believe that you should be silent unless it like has it has some kind of form of uh, operational security that you can't be like going out there and exposing secrets such as like troop movements, locations, yada yada yada. Um, then no, I'm not no, for so censorship. So what they're just saying is it's like oh I I don't like the war against Ukraine and Russia. They'll no. they'll arrest you. Yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, that's just, I mean, I think people are finally starting to wake up to the idea of what Ukraine's really about. That yeah. and Josh's he massive pork coming. sword. Yeah, he had it coming. Here you go. Josh's massive. What was the second item? Uh, so, uh, uh, this just happened. Apparently, uh, New York city says that they're going to be paying 13 million. Yeah. Around 13 million. Thir- yeah. 13 million to protesters from the George Floyd riot oh, for fuckers. police brutality, even though they were the ones that were destroying yeah. stores and businesses. All right. We're going to get into it right now. Cause I had that article pulled up and you beat me to it. You're you fucking just make you host the show now. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks for your call, dude. Thanks for being Thanks, a listener, buddy. man. Uh, yeah, he's not wrong on this one. This is a news article that has came out today. It is New York agrees to pay Black Lives Matter protesters $13 million in new mass arrest settlements. New York City settlements concerning 2020 protest lawsuits have cost the city nearly $12 million to date. New York City will give more than $13 million, and that's taxpayer money. That's whitey's money. That's white boy's money. More to more to than 1,000 protesters arrested or interacting with police during the 2020 Black Lives Matter protests following a civil rights lawsuit settlement filed in Manhattan federal court Wednesday. Experts said the settlement, which allows the city to avoid a trial, so they basically settled, uh, would be among the most expensive payouts ever for mass arrests. Now, guess what you just did? You just set a precedent, and that's going to continue to happen. 
So now minorities that want to go protest bullshit like fucking gangbanging thugs like George Floyd, who probably had it coming, let's just be honest. Now you just had a president where it's kind of like, well, hey, guys, if we go out, we protest, we burn buildings, assault cops, set cars on fire, get the cops to do mass arrests, we can turn around and sue them, and they'll settle out of court for millions. Great job. This is why nobody wants to live in blue shithole cities. You you pull stuff like this. Did you see that uh, report that I think it was CSNBC, something like that? What's that news net, network? MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah. They came out with a like top ten worst states yeah, to live in. Yeah, and they were like, all like Florida, yeah, Texas, like all. Texas. I'm like what? <laughs> but a lot of that though, it had a lot to do with the abortion rules now. And abortion yeah. laws are like, oh really? That's the reason. That was the hey reason. Hey guys, I can't just go have unprotected sex Not and have a baby. Inclusive. Oh, uh, horrible. And then you look at like the economic rates. You look at like the cost of housing, the crisis of gas. You look at all this stuff. It's like yeah, like Texas is really the worst. Like, you know what? Look. We got some things we need to improve on here in Texas. I will say that. Absolutely. But don't let these blue city shitholes like fucking Dallas and Austin really like kind of paint the picture for all of Texas because it's not like that. Like Texas is not a bad place to live. I've got no complaints outside, I like of, outside of, you know, gas prices, just like everybody else. Right. But uh, no, it's not. I mean, we get to own guns. I'm, you know, I'm going to go buy a gun. I think I am too. I think I'm going to go buy a gun just for shits and giggles just because I want to. I kind of want to get one of those Colt 45s, the old school cowboy models. Playing cowboys and Indians growing up. I'm sorry if that offended my Native American counterparts out there, but you'll be all right. Just, uh, I don't know, crying to your blanket. I just, I've always liked playing that. It was so much fucking fun. What? It's just a blanket. Everybody cries into a blanket. There's nothing meant by that. <clears throat> yes, there was. Okay. <laughs> sucks to suck. <laughs> Anywho, dude, I'm fucking on one today. Like, I'm surprised we're not getting banned on something today. I don't know. But yeah, lawsuit focused on 18 protests that erupted in New York City in the week following George Floyd's death in May, according to attorneys for the plaintiffs. Eligible persons can receive 9.9 thousand in compensation. Is that really justified? Nine point almost ten thousand dollars you can get if you were arrested. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. So I can get 10 G's to go out and protest. Whites, we need to start paying attention to this. Start burning down black businesses. Start protesting. Get mad. Oh, wait, I they, think they did, they, right? Yeah, it was pretty much. <laughs> it's like the majority of the BLM protests were from white motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the funny part about it. And then they turned around and what did they do? They burned down and destroyed black owned businesses. It was like, what world are we living in that people are not seeing the just irony and hypocrisy behind this? Like, all right, Mr. Black guy, my cracker ass is going to go protest for you because, you know, they're treating you and they're indiscriminating against you. We're going to go burn down black businesses. Like, uh, wait, wait, no, shut the fuck up. I'm thinking for you. I was like, oh, uh, okay. You can't even get an ID to vote. I know. You don't even know how to use the internet. And if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you're not really black. I'm like, you know how to get a lawyer. Yeah. I was like, how the hell is this not the most racist shit you've ever heard? But no, it's white boys fault because we point out some, Jeez. I don't know, inconsistencies in the thought process by black and white liberals and like, you're the race. It's like, we're really not. You're just kind of stupid. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We're coming on up on an hour and a half. Um, Sharika. Remember that one? Well, apparently her hips might be Shakira. Lying. Shakira, yeah. What did I say? Sharika. Sharika. Oh, same thing. Not really. Sharika's got to kick my ass now. She's you one of our find influencers. Underneath your pergola. My per dude. Perugula. I finally got that thing built. I finally got that thing built, and it actually looks nice. It looks great. And then I bought a uh, I bought a dance floor so we can do some tango out there, and it's too fucking hot. Can't do anything. Yeah, it's real hot. And I got to wait for one. Like uh, we were we were at lessons yesterday walking outside and it, dude, I was getting flashbacks of Iraq. Like, this feels like the desert. 
this feels like the desert. It's like a blow dryer just in your face. Isn't that terrible? That's like the worst feeling. And I'm kind of like, Probably like the worst feeling, but. Oh, the worst feeling is when you get swamp ass. That's the worst. And if you don't even know what that is, Google it and you'll find it. It's the worst. But no, I don't, I hate it because um, it's just so miserable. You can't do anything. You don't want it. You just right. got to stay inside. But and that's what I was like, why the hell do we live here? It's like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't like, last. It, it doesn't. It's but like a couple. Of, couple fall of and spring are perfect here. Yeah. But that only lasts for the period of about like two weeks. <laughs> and then it's like hot as balls or cold as fuck. Anyway, uh, Shakira slammed with second tax fraud inquiry while facing potential prison time for previous charges. Man, good for you. Fuck yeah. the government. I know, man. Uh, Shakira is facing a second probe into her taxes after a Spanish judge agreed to allow state prosecutors to investigate two potential cases of tax fraud involving the Colombian singer stemming from 2018. The court shared they had no information on the monetary sum being investigated in this case. The international pop star is currently awaiting trial for failing to pay the Spanish government 14.5 million euros in taxes between 2012 and 2014. That's a lot of pesos. That's a lot of money. And, you know, one part of it's kind of like, well, you know, if I got to take a bite of this shit sandwich, then so do you. But at the same time, I don't want to be a narc. It's like, hey, good for you. You got away with it. Katie makes a good point in the <clears throat> chat here. Katie so, always makes. Is that Katie 556? Five, five, she always uh, makes good points. Yep. Uh, she gets more, uh, she gets investigated more than the uh, Hunter Biden does. I don't know. We saw what Marjorie Taylor Greene did yesterday. That was like some expert trolling. If you didn't see it, Marjorie Taylor Greene in a congressional testimony um, whips out these cardboard things with pictures of Hunter Biden, of course, censored, showing him getting a blowjob from a prostitute. And the left melted. And this is what I love about how hypocritical the left is. Are you ready for this? Here we go. The left gets offended that Marjorie Taylor Greene goes up there and shows pictures of Hunter Biden, the son of the president, Mr. AKA big guy getting the 10%, getting a blowjob from a prostitute. And the left pearl clutches over this. But when it comes to pornography in schools of, say, for example, books called Flamer, Queer, all this other stuff, you're perfectly fine with that. But Marjorie Taylor Greene trolls the hell out of you and you just shit yourselves. It's like, I really wish you'd make up your mind on where your moral ground is because at one point you have none and then suddenly you develop some. So it's like, have some consistency in your immorality. I would really appreciate that. Just saying. I, I like that. I, she's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's growing up. Oh, me. she's she's uh, she's a Trump loyalist at heart. I don't get it twisted, but she does have some good stuff. I mean, and I'll now, take it. And here's the other you, thing, though. A lot you of conservatives. crazy on your side, right? You do. You do. She is She is definitely our version of the AOC. Uh, so, she's, I think she's way smarter than AOC. I'm not talking about AOC smart or whatever. I'm talking about crazy. Oh, okay. I'm talking about saying some stupid shit from time to time, and she does. She does. But the fact is, I do like the fact that on the international stage, because this is being shown internationally, she's posting these photos that Hunter Biden cannot get away from. He, he took these pictures. I know. This is all his I stuff. Know. Not like so, somebody would leaked it. He, it's his. The White he House. He left it. The White House has got to be on fire internally because this shit is hitting the fan now. They brought because, that douchebag to the White House. <laughs> I know. You know. Everybody's seen this guy screwing hookers and mm -hmm. smoking crack He's and arguing with hookers. He's the smartest man I know. <laughs> like, how could you even show your face? Because they don't care. Zero. They don't Zero care. Zero fucks. Zero fucks given. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're going to weaponize the uh, judiciary system or the DOJ to go after Donald Trump and you're going to do this banana republic fascist bullshit, then I think all bets are off and Republicans got to stop playing nice. Stop playing nice. Let's have this war. Let's just do it. Let's Rochambeau. Let's, let's get it on.
Uh, but good for Shakira. You know, fuck the government, regardless of which government you come from. <clears throat> um, you got to love this. Another telltale of how Democrats truly feel. Democrat Stacey Plaskett defends censorship. Says free speech is not an absolute. You know, I think there was a bunch of white dudes that wore powdered wigs that would be inclined to disagree with you. Well, let me take that back. No, they would probably agree with you because they would probably say that black people shouldn't be entitled to free speech because they were slave owners, let's be honest. But then, you know, we kind of outgrew that about a million white dudes died to free your sorry asses and then you're going to sit there and complain about how it's all the white man's fault. That's true, yeah. And then you got black Democrats like this. Oh, did you see Nina Turner? This idiot, yeah. this black supremacist. Yep. This woman is so fucking stupid. She goes out there and says, insulin should be free and medication should be free. Hey, guys, breaking news. Black supremacists now simps for slavery because that's what it is. Because, and I shit you not, if you read the comments, she literally said this. She said, because look at firefighters. And I'm like, uh, Nina, who pays the firefighters? Who pays? the? F they don't do that for free. You know, is it just me or would it make more sense to make electricity free and water free okay the, what uh, wouldn't it make more sense to have free water and free electric rather than having to pay a company for it rather than the free health care like if you're gonna oh, petition for something so you're, to be you're free, one against the other yeah. i mean nothing's technically free i mean because if you're gonna have people actually get the water process the water boil the water all that stuff i mean that comes with a cost yeah well i mean i mean you could do it well, yourself fuck but you, at the same <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sick wheelchair boy on you, man. You better watch yourself. No, I think that, I mean, because that's the other part to where I don't feel like um, how they ban rainwater collecting in your backyard. It's like, no, I'm going to, I have one. Yeah. I'll tell people, go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck what the government of the city ordinance say. You can't collect rainwater. Fuck you. It's free. It's from the nature. From the nature. It's from nature. Like the means anything. You're telling me I can't collect rainwater? Uh, go fuck yourself. I'm going to do it anyway. It's like, that's stupid. But, when they ban stuff like that and then make you dependent on their version, yeah, that's that's incorrect. I disagree with that. I do. But yeah. <clears throat> the <US. laughs> Hobo's like, well. he's a socialist. Josh, why don't we just make air free too? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay, moving on from this black idiot. They're all fucking morons at this point when they advocate for like, free speech isn't free. Um, yes, it is. It's absolute. 100% it is. Um, IRS employees say Justice Department hampered Hunter Biden tax probe. We know this. This is nothing new. And the last story I want to cover is the foreign nationals gave Biden family and associates over $17 million, IRS whistleblower claims. IRS Special Agent Joseph Ziegler told the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday that Hunter Biden's overseas influence peddling operations have enriched the first family and their business associates to the tune of more than $17 million. Now, do you think they pay taxes on any of that? Nope. Absolutely not. Do you think that was illegal? Absolutely was. The funds were raked in through various multi-million dollar payments made through foreign nationals to Biden family linked corporations between 2014 to 2019. Keep in mind that during the 2014 time frame, Mr. Old Kid Sniffing Pedophile, white-haired Joe Biden, was the VP. 
The Biden family business dealings involve entities in Ukraine, Romania, and China. Folks, are you finally starting to piece together the puzzle that is why we are in Ukraine right now? And if Biden had his way, folks, I know I've been joking a lot on the show today, but I am being serious when I say this. If Biden had his way, he would send your sons and daughters to go fight and die in that godforsaken country to protect his financial interests. If you don't think that's true, watch this investigation and watch where it goes. I'm not lying. I am not lying. These politicians don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about your family, and they will gladly watch your sons and daughters march off under the banner of propaganda to fight for the freedom of Ukraine. Meanwhile, while well, they censor their own, imprison their own, but it's okay because Joe Biden really actually gives a shit about you. No, he doesn't. Just saying. I'm just saying, and that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. We're at an hour and 37 minutes. We've been going for a while. It's been a great show today. And like I said, I've been fucking on one. Whatever I took today, I need to take more of it. I'm just kidding. Yuck. I, 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 I took some dick. Hey, if you enjoyed today's show, before you leave, do me a favor. Hit that share button or go over to iTunes, leave us a review and hit the share button over there as well. It goes a long way. Help us grow the Lost Savages. Without your help, you and listeners like you, we're nothing. We go nowhere. We need your help to help grow this show by you hitting that share button, telling your friends about it. We have now hired a new Reels guy who's incredible at what he does. He's a fan of the show and it's a paid gig. You know, we're not telling, we're not like, it's not a charity case. He's creating Reels for us now. And if you share those reels on Instagram, on Facebook, that helps grow the show. So there are multiple ways that you can help us reach a new audience. And we really appreciate all your love and support. And also make sure you go check out shellshockcbd.com if you want to get high. Or our sister company, 1920brand.com, if you want to get a great drink cocktail mix for your old fashions. Coming soon, the mojitos. That's coming, I want to say in the coming three or four months. And that's a lot of coming. So anyway, we appreciate you being here. Thanks for tuning in today. You got anything to add, my man? Uh, you guys have a great day. And as always, stop being so racist, you bunch of fucking crackers.